Oh my gosh, I have not done these podcasts in a while. And let me tell you why. Hey, how are you doing, first of all, before I get to just conversing with you? But let me let me tell you why. I am very intentional about when I come on, how I come on. I am not a structured type of creator, meaning that um yeah, I, I can't I don't want to come on here every week if I don't have nothing to share that I believe is worth me coming onto a podcast and having a topic. So when I come on here, it is because I am always compelled to come on here, not forced, and I don't want to force anything. Um because I am called to heal and help folks heal. And um, you can't heal folks if you aren't healed. <laughs> you can't, you have to go through things to help folks. How would you not be empathetic? How would you not understand where they're coming from if you haven't gone through anything? And that's just the truth. And um, I am on here to talk about healing healing I don't have a particular topic I'm just going to just come um, allow it to flow out of me Um, healing oftentimes comes in rotation I remember uh, Veronica Berry had said that when I went on a retreat and she was saying the healing comes in rotation. And so what that, how that spoke to me is oftentimes when things come back around or um, it's like reading a scripture, right? You read a scripture, if you read the Bible and you read a scripture and it applies to maybe a different area um, in your life. And then let's just say you're in a different place and you read that verse or that scripture again and it just applies differently, um, well, this is what I've learned in, in the area of healing and uprooting a lot of things. And one of the main things that I have uprooted from woo, is um, standing in my truth and stepping away from the tribe. And um, we'll call it this. Well, yeah, we'll call it that, guys. We'll call it stepping away um, standing in my truth, stepping away from the tribe while loving them at the same time, while creating healthy boundaries at the same time. Oh, this going to be good, y'all. So I uh, grew up in my environment around, um, I was, I, you would consider me to be the youngest in my environment. And there was a lot of people who cared about me. Um, There was a lot of people who gave their perspectives and um, I was taught by different things. Um, And the things, some of the things that that, um, I was told or that I heard, um, when I think about it and when I I, um, think about how it makes me feel, some of what they taught 
was 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 for good intentions, but a lot of it was not I didn't agree with. And because the reason why I didn't agree with it um naturally was because it was fear based. Um it was very limiting and um some of it was judgmental. But although I disagreed with it, there was a part of me that it was like, ah, I don't, that doesn't feel right. Or, um, that feels very judgmental or that feels very, um, I feel, my heart feels closed or I feel heavy when I, when I, when I, um, believe that, that agreement or, and so, so because I felt that it didn't feel right. Um, that's why I always questioned it because it was just, I believe my higher self or just you're the natural, the part of you, the soul of you, um, knows what love is, knows truth. But then there, the other part of us that are, are, are the, the physical form or, um, our identity of who we think we have to be based out of our environment, based out of what we've been told, what shapes us as a person, our identity. Right, the uh, or the ego self. The ego is not bad. I just want to just talk about that. The your identity. Um, that's the part that I I want to um, shed light on as it pertains to me um, um, in in this in this episode, and however it lands for you, however it it will land. Right. Um, so in doing so, in creating this I- sense of identity of who I thought I had to be, a lot of it was based out of um, fear or keeping your walls, keep your walls up or you can't trust people or um, everything was caution, 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 fear, fear, fear. Not everything, but a lot of it was based, the the, the teachings was based out of that. Um, and so I did a lot of rebelling and resisting against that. And I rebelled against that so much, but at the same time, I felt as though that my voice didn't matter. I felt that that my voice didn't matter. And this is what I meant by that. When I say it felt like my voice didn't matter, what I mean is that when I felt that something wasn't right, you know when something isn't right, especially as kids, like, that's why I love children because I I believe they're discerning in my opinion and just who they are is is the is in its purest form in my in my opinion. Um and so so whenever I would hear the this uh whenever whenever I would he- hear a particular um a teaching of what I should believe and how I sh- how I should be as a girl and um these perceptions some of them made me feel heavy and I was just like something about that I just did not agree with and there's a part of me like I said that that the truth of me always rebelled against that but here's the thing I did my best to rebel but I still made the agreement that what they said was true I thought, oh, well, you know, my reasons were many, you know, they're, they're older than me. They're an authoritative figure. They're my loved ones. So they got to be right, right? I mean, I'm just a kid. 
I don't know any better. They say I don't know any better. So let me just listen to them. Let me dumb down my intuitive branch. Let me water that down. Let me numb that out because they told me in this world, I have to believe this. It's okay. Just saying that that was my experience. And I went through that experience. But here's the thing. All this time, I was functioning dysfunctionally because those beliefs, those agreements that I had attached to was heavy. And I thought I had to keep those beliefs because I thought that was my way of getting by in, in life. And in my awakening, when I awakened five years ago, when God spoke to me, when my life was in, had fallen into pieces, and I cried out to God for God to just help me and show me me, really was my cry. If you heard, if you've listened to my previous um, podcast, it was just my cry, like, God, show me me, who I really am. And that's really been the journey that I've been on ever since. But there in particular was the stronghold that I had, this attachment that I had that I just did not quite want to let go of. And this attachment that I had that I did not quite want to let go of, um, I just believed that I couldn't stand in my truth. I believed for a long time. It just shed more light on it as I awakened or when I awakened. But I believed that I couldn't stand in my truth. I was afraid. I was afraid to speak my voice. I was afraid to allow my voice to be what it is without me needing to prove anything. I remember rehearsing things in my head or lines in my head if a particular family member would ask me a question. I remember I would try to make up things in my head to defend and protect myself. I had to hurry up and protect myself. So I thought. And that was that same agreement that I still carried I was afraid to trust my own intuition, to trust that on my own voice. I was afraid. I was afraid. And in my own isolation in my life, I was faced with that. See, sometimes I believe the beauty in isolation, the beauty of pain, is that, oh, it will allow you to think. It will allow you to sit. It would allow you to oftentimes cry or have a reaction. And then as you cry and have your reaction, as you release as you allow the effects of that pain 
to cause you to make might feel um, hurtful. Right. As you allow those tears to come, as you allow that pain to come up to the surface. You sit with yourself and you ask yourself the questions. But I understood that in order, number one, grateful for the pain that I experienced in my life. Without the pain, I wouldn't have awakened. And take it further, further than, let's take it further. I agreed, there was some agreement that I made before I got here that I would somehow forget who I was as a divine creation of God. And going through the path as a little girl, picking up these beliefs, picking up these perceptions, picking up these fears, picking up these wounds, picking up these scars, these barriers, these um, walls of who I thought I had to be. And then carrying that, carrying that agony, carrying that pain, carrying that anxiety, carrying that, right? And then the effects of those beliefs, the reality that I was creating because of those distorted beliefs backfired on me, but in a good way. Um, when I, and I know maybe backfired isn't, isn't, a, isn't a good word, but I would just say the effects, the effects of the beliefs that, of the, of the distorted beliefs that I carried within myself. That was not the truth of who I was. That was not my true identity in God. That was not love, but built out of a lot of insecurity, a lot of fears, a lot of who I thought I had to be to protect myself in the world. Guarding myself from love, guarding my heart, but, but guarding my heart in the sense of not guarding my heart with discernment, but put, keeping a wall up on my heart because I'm afraid. And carrying all of that heaviness, carrying those agreements because mom carried it, because dad carried it, carrying all of that, right? Or because I thought society, based off of how I perceived life to be, how I thought life was, based out of the, the tribe that I grew up with. Everybody else is, you know, for example, everybody else is bitter. White, I guess that means I'm bitter. Everybody else is a bear, so I must be a bear. Right? That's our, um, I don't know if it's a term. I'm quite sure there's a term for it. But our adaptive environment, the things that we learn. And so I had to unlearn a lot of that. I remember being around a, a particular group being around certain loved ones and hearing gossip, um, hearing a lot of negativity, hearing a lot of heaviness. And for a long time, I went with that. That was meaning, you know, I was talking with them. You know, I was gossiping with them. I was talking down to people with them. I was doing that. And my heart was heavy. It didn't feel right. But I just went along because that was what my tribe went along with. So even though I felt this distance, this, mm, I really don't like this. I thought, well, I mean, everybody else is saying it. So maybe I'm meant to say it, but it never felt 
Right. And so that's what I mean by quieting my own voice. I quiet my own voice by not allowing my truth within me to stand because I was afraid. I was afraid of backlash. I was afraid of judgment. I was afraid of, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't experienced life or you're too naive. No, the world is not like that. No, love isn't this way. No, you won't find love. No, you can't trust anybody. No. No, life is, you know, nothing but this or you got you got to work hard. Yeah, you have to there is a work ethic. But the work hard that that I heard was stemmed from a place of you can never have what you truly want. You can never have what you truly desire. I knew nothing about manifestation. I knew nothing about manifestation. I knew nothing about really the art of manifestation until I awakened. And then even back then when I wasn't quote unquote awakened, there were things that I manifested and I didn't even know that that was what it that was what it was called. There were things that I received that I worked really really hard, quote unquote, for, but I, I worked at it with anxiety and fear. And then when I look back and I think of the things that happened and manifested in my life, at that just came into my life. That was because I didn't do anything. It just happened. Meaning that I allowed it to flow into my life. Like it just happened. That is the art of manifestation. Of true manifestation. So I carried in, in I carried this belief of believing that I did not have a voice. Believing that I had to um, stay quiet because I didn't want to be made fun of. I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to feel bad. And not knowing my own insecurity was saying, okay, well, maybe I don't, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe their, maybe their fears are right. So, okay. I mean, you know, for example, my grandmother said it or. Or you might say, my father said it or my mom, my mom says this. So maybe it is right. And I don't think that oftentimes we're making this conscious, this conscious decision. Sometimes I think oftentimes just as children, we're making this unconscious decision vibrationally. We're making this unconscious decision energetically. Right. But if we can shift, if I can shift gears a little bit. And just say and, and, and allow you to listen and tap into your own sovereignty. And that is to listen to your body. Meaning, if there is an agreement or if there is something that you are, 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 are struggling with or tested with, feel how your body is feeling. If it's resistant, like Abraham Hicks, you want to follow the path of release resistance. That's what she means by that. If it's resistant, if you feel rigid, if your heart feels like it's 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 um like cringing, if it feels like it's going to clam up, if it, that's fear, that's heaviness, 
That's not the truth of who you are. So how do you get rid of it? Here's how I got rid of it. And you can get your pen and paper for this. I had to let it out. I had to feel what I was feeling. And I had to wrestle with this thing. Meaning, if I had to cry all night to release it, that's what I did. I wasn't, I had to be to the point where I was not afraid to feel. You have to feel in order to heal. It's a part of the process. You have to, excuse me, you have to feel in order to heal. You have to feel in order to heal. Your body wants to heal you. My body was speaking to me the whole time of my awakening. This is why I lost over uh, close to 70 pounds. Because my body wanted me to not only release the healing part, the, 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 um, the spiritual stronghold that I had, the emotional stronghold that I had, the mental stronghold that I had, but not only that, but, I, but, but my body wanted to let go of the physical. It's all connected. It wanted to let go of the, the, the physical weight, the byproduct of, of me holding on to, to those heavy agreements, to that bitterness, to that um, what, what my fam- some of my, my loved ones believed that was heavy. Some of the agreements that they carried, right, that, that, I, that, I, that I took on on an, on an unconscious level and sometimes a conscious level. Right. And remember when I said how we know that is about by what, how our body is feeling, how our body is responding. Our body is, is, is made up of water, right? Most of it is made up of water, fluid, but we are spiritual beings. We are energetic beings. And so we feel things before we actually, your body's going to feel it. So being in tune to your body of how it is feeling and allowing that feeling to come up. I believe this and this is how I'm wired. I thank God that I'm able to talk with someone when sometimes I need to get things off of my chest. So finding someone that you can get things off of your chest without judgment. Oh my God, it's golden. It's golden. That worked for me. That's one of the main tools that has worked for me. I was able to get it out and talk with and converse with someone without judgment. And they understood where I was coming from. They understood that that definitely is a God sent type of relationship and God will give you what you need that was what I needed now let's just say here let, let's just say here let's just say you have a um, if you're not wired like that right let's just say you're not wired like that and let's just say you deal with things in, internally with yourself well everybody deals with things internally but let's just say you process things by not sharing it with anyone and that's totally fine I, I do that as well um, I would recommend you talking in your recording on your phone and just getting your feelings out. I don't care how it sounds, what it looks like. Get the feeling. You have to feel it. You have to do that. It has to come up so you can see the gold within you. It has to be 
purge. It has to come up. You have to to recognize it. You have to, it has to be rectified. When I think of the word purge, it reminds me of um, my, a friend of mine had sent me the meaning of what purge means in uh, her uh, scripture that she has sent me. And I was like, this is the bomb. Um, and she said the word purge. Okay. So y'all, this is a, from the, let's see, spirit field Bible. If you guys want to, um, purchase a, said the spirit field life Bible, if you guys want to purchase it, or if you just want to look online, the spirit field life Bible. Um, and it's in Malachi chapter two, verse three. Now I am not, let me be, um, give, tell y'all my truth. I use do not like the Bible. I used to not like the Bible because I was so afraid when I was younger, I believed that I was just a bad person. And the Bible was felt like it was more sort of shoved down my throat. Um, and it felt as though that it wasn't palatable to me, even though at my heart, I knew that I just felt this love within me. Um, but when, when, but, but being taught that, you know, you're less than, or some of the teachings that I, um, grew up under was really coming from a place of you're separate from God or you're, um, you're not enough. Or, um, if you don't read your Bible, you're going to, you know, go to hell or just, just the extremities of it. So it wasn't appetizing. I mean, come on, think about it. Who would want to do that, right? Thinking though, you have to dot all your I's and cross all your T's. How tiring is that? Oh my God, right? <laughs> no one's to blame here. I say this all, to, all the time. No one's to blame here. I'm here to acknowledge the truth so that we can heal. You can't heal what you do not feel, what you do not recognize. You have to feel. So allowing yourself to record, like record in your phone. Record the feelings in your phone, honey. When I tell you, just record, scream, cry, let it out. It's an emotion. You are worthy of your emotions. You're worthy of your feelings. You're worthy of that. You are loved. There's a lot of things that happened when we were younger unconsciously that we picked up and not know and we've carried them as adults. You have to release it. Your body is going to tell you what you're holding on to. You're going to react. You're going to respond out of it in some way. You're going to either respond if you if it, if it suppresses you. If you were like me, your body's going to physically hold on to the weight because you go straight and resort to your emotions. So you become an emotional eater, right? Or you starve yourself. There is some type of reaction that your body might do, especially if it's in an um, autopilot fear versus flight type of type of thing, right? And so, so you have to, I'm going to say this again, because I used to be afraid to feel. Because I was a very sensitive child. Empathetic, very sensitive child. I understand, I understand now that it has, I have so much spark because of that. I understand now that because of my gifts, that that's why I was sensitive have to be sensitive right in order to heal folks (laughs) you have to be sensitive in order to be an empath you have to be in tune to that stuff so I had to recognize that my I had to feel 
I have to feel. You have to feel. And whatever whatever made you feel that you couldn't feel, may you recognize that. May the answers come because the answers are in you. Right? May you know what those answers are so that you can release that heaviness off of you. So you can feel light and free and it's possible. And you do it as often as it comes. You are worthy of that to feel, to feel, to feel. Even if you have to journal in the middle of the night like I do sometimes. (laughs) Or whatever your, your soul is searching for, it's okay It's okay. I'm here to tell you that it's okay. I'm here to tell you that it's okay. I'm here to tell you that it's okay. It's okay to feel. You're worthy of your feelings. I don't know who suppressed you when you were younger. I don't know what made you feel that you didn't have a voice. I don't know what made you feel that or who made you feel that you weren't enough, but you are. And I'm so proud of you for getting on here and listening to this episode. I'm so proud of you for tuning in. I'm so proud of you. So proud of your heart for guiding you to this episode to listen. It's guiding you because it knows that it can free you. Another tool that I do, I do a lot of walking outside. I'm a nature girl. (laughs) I'm a nature girl. My kids call me um, a hippie. (laughs) But I'm a nature girl. Nature does it for me. That's my form of meditation. I'm not... I sometimes I'll sit and just sit in silence. I, you know, sometimes I'll do that every now and then. But really, my meditation is in the morning going walking. So whatever quiet time, your place of serenity, whatever that looks like for you, sometimes that's just pure peace and it, it get levels, um, creates more serotonin. Right. You're able to breathe in that natural oxygen if you live in L.A. where it's mostly sunny, sunny. <laughs> Sunny and uh, blue skies, no clouds in the sky, (laughs) where you have almost perfect weather. It seems like California has almost perfect weather. Um, It's of course that's relative, but I I just love sunny California. But yeah, just just the outs, just the nature, it heals me. Just to be out in the fresh air, it just does it for me. And I'm also able to burn some calories, get some steps in. (laughs) Um, But I love outside. That's a great way of healing. Resting. Don't be afraid to rest. Honey, one thing that I'm so grateful for. I remember I used to be afraid to rest. I used to be ashamed to rest. That was something wrong with me. (laughs) But you need that rest to recuperate from your body. Because sometimes those heavy energies, that stuff that comes up to be released. Sometimes your body needs to rest so that it can reset and resettle. Right? rest drinking plenty of water can i give y'all a little hint when i drink water i drink water and i add a little sweetener in it i add a little sweetener it's called a bcaa you guys know that i I work out often so bc look up bcaa 
Um, it's an amino, natural amino acids. And what it does is it helps with like muscle recovery, um, but it has like so many bomb flavors like cherry lemonade, blueberry lemonade. What else they got? Just so many fun colors. Anywho, I put that in my water and it's a little sweet. It's really, and I'm able to drink my whole water, a whole gallon of water. Um, I also uh, buy this 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 uh, gallon of water. Um, you know, it has a time on your um on your gallon of water. I have that as well. So these are the things. Excuse me. These are the things that I do that helps me. That helps me. Um, I would consider myself more of an introvert. Um, I'm a friendly introvert. <laughs> um, meaning that I I recharge when I'm by myself. I recharge when I'm by myself. I'm able to recuperate when I'm by myself. And so in doing that, I I um I found I find that very healing for me. Now if you're an extrovert, um maybe getting out socially with people will help, you know, absorbing from them would help you heal. Getting out in social events, you know, you know, getting yourself involved, becoming more active. But don't detach from how your body is feeling. Stay in tune. Stay connected to your body. Stay connected to it. Okay. Um, I'm I'm more of an introvert, so I'm always in tune with what I'm feeling. And can you imagine when I was younger, I used to try to be an extrovert. Oh my god, that was so tiring. Oh my god, so tiring. Like it, it was just like I would hear. Some loved ones would say, you need to be, you need to be more um, outgoing. You need to be, so I was just like, okay, I'll be more outgoing. And it was so tiring trying to be something that I wasn't. I am outgoing, but I felt forced. I felt like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. Do you hear what I'm saying? So drinking water and what else? Um, Doing something that you enjoy is a part of meditation. Mm-hmm. It calms the mind. It calms the body. So I thought about, um, I said, remember, let's re- rewind a bit. And I talked about um, purging. Remember when I said in the um, Spearfield Amplified um, version in Mal- Malachi chapter 13, verse 9. And purge also means refine, strongs. Um, to melt, to refine, test, or purify metal. Any refining, whether literal or figurative, to prove, smelt, examine, to try by fire. This verb, which occurs more than 30 times, refers to that melting process, my goodness, whereby impurities, impurities are removed from precious metals, such as gold or silver. It talks about also in Psalms 26, verse 2, David beseeches God, try my heart. Try my mind. 
in uh, Psalms uh, chapter, I believe Psalms doesn't have chapters, do they? No, Psalms has songs. Um, The book of Psalms, uh, 12 and 6, God's pure words are compared to silver, purified seven times, oh my God, in a furnace. God's pure words are compared to silver. God's pure words. God's pure words are compared to silver. Purified seven times in a furnace. That's the love that God has for you. To allow whatever is the impurities to allow whatever um, is does not serve your highest good to allow that to allow that to allow that to do the work within you to do the work the soul spiritual work within you because it's possible so any of those tips that I shared with you, whatever, whatever, and any other tips that you have on you, I would love to hear it from you. Any other tips, you can definitely write me or go on my website um, and email me and contact me um, at www.caminite.org. I would love to hear your tips, what your tips are. I also have a free um, audio uh, download, audio bundle download that's free at your disposal, disposal, disposal. <laughs> I also have um, other uh, courses that you can check out on my website that really is going can help you in your healing process. So you can definitely check that out. (laughs) Whatever I heal, I always share. And um, that's why it's so transformative, um, because my life transformed literally um, because I applied those steps that I felt guided to in the process. So know that you're not alone. Know that you're not alone. Know that you are not alone. Know that you are not alone. And I'm here with you every step of the way. That God is with you every step of the way. Love is with you every step of the way. And any fear or any doubt or or heaviness that would get in the way of that. That um, may you be guided in knowing that path that will lead you in the path of who you truly are who you truly are, what you are truly worthy of and allow the good to flow into your life. And that's how powerful you are. All right. I want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.